0: hello everyone my name is logan and uh if i sound different to you that is because the covid has finally caught up with me after years of dodging it this is going to be a post react uh for seattle sounders versus charlotte fc uh, but i am not going to be doing much of the talking the man who i have brought in to do the talking for me today is uh in fact justin hello justin
1: hey logan and it's not just today that you bring me in to do the talking; it's every day (laughs)
0: <laughs> you know, uh, especially today, I, I am happy to have you here to to pick up the slack because hopefully this intro is about as much as I talk. Uh, yeah. Let's let's run right into it because obviously it sucks to have a game ripped away in the last minutes like that, especially when we kind of looked like maybe we would pull it out of the out of the bag uh, or out of the hat. I, I don't know whatever idiom you want there. Uh, do you want to go stock, or do you want to go into our crowns or our cards first?
1: Uh, let's. I mean, it, it's a loss, but let's let's talk crowns first because I think it's it's actually easier for us to do crowns in this particular one. You know, yeah. as you look at, at how we did against Seattle, we went up there and we did lose two one. Um, you know, after a pretty rough midweek match against uh, uh, New York Red Bull in the U.S. Open that we also lost. Um, and uh just before we started one of the things that i mentioned to you is you know we came out of vancouver last weekend saying we're happy we won but we're not really super happy with how the side played uh and i feel sort of the the inverse today where yeah it sucks that we lost we're kind of getting i think a little bit more used to unfortunately losing on the road it'd be great to start taking those points but there's a lot to take out of this match that is, is very positive. There's a lot uh, that you can look at at how we set up and played um, that looked better than it has in a lot of the, the recent weeks. It's disappointing to not get the result, but coming out of it, I think you have to be a little bit, you know, uh, pleased with uh, how the side's looking and, and how things are putting together. And, you know, maybe players like Shinichi, are settling in uh, a little bit more for the side.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I think Shinyashiki has been a, a real game changer for the side in general. But if we are going to go into our crowns, uh, and I I will say I think both for the listeners' knowledge and for yours, I think I'm going to do one card in one crown today, and I'm going to ask you to do two each, so I don't have to talk as much. Is that is that fair yeah. with you? Okay. Oh yeah. Um. And to the listeners, thank you again for putting up with uh, this voice. COVID is nasty, and it is attacking me. Uh with all of its its ferocious might. Uh, so I'm going to go into my crown today, and uh, I'm very happy because I had to give this guy a card last time. And uh, I guess everyone listens to our podcast. Miguel Ramirez listens to our podcast. He takes our advice. The players listen to our podcast when we tell them they need to step, step up. They do exactly what Ben Bender did in this match, and they just absolutely step up. Uh, ben Bender gets a crown from me today. He looked free in this match. Uh, you know, one of the things that I was I was watching and, and I sent some messages to you about was that he looked like he had the space to go where he wanted to go and wasn't forced to sit in a little, like, one very specific pocket. And he looked so much better for it. He was playing progressive balls. He was by far the best passer on the day. I, I wonder if the stats back that up. But he looked to be the best progressive passer on the day. He was making dangerous runs. He was doing what I really like in his ability, and that was he was being the late arrival in the attacking side of the field. He was letting the play develop in front of him. He was he was moving the play forward. He would let the play develop, and then he would a- arrive late to be sort of a dagger. And he got his shot off this way. He scores his goal this way by being alert. Um, you know, it is a tap-in, which I'm glad he taps in because we've seen tap-ins not go in. But uh, his ability to be a second-phase attacker and to move into dangerous areas where the play has opened up to is a very rare, very valuable skill. And him playing a little bit deeper in our midfield, I think really allows him to arrive later once the play has developed, as well as allows him to be one of the balls that moves us out and through the pitch and i think he did a really good job of drawing defenders onto him and then passing the ball away from pressure today uh justin do you want to talk about our number 15
1: yeah i mean bender is absolutely uh you know from my perspective man of the match he's a standout performance you know he scores uh, a poacher's goal has a great opportunity from range uh and and you know, like you said, he's he's moving play around him. I think that as he shades in that sort of, you know, left center midfield, uh it, again, as Shinyashiki becomes more comfortable in the side, I think that they have, you know, they're some of our most skilled passers of the ball uh, on that left hand side right there, and they they're developing some of that uh, you know, understanding that knowledge. Um, I thought that uh, you know, he paired Better today with Jordi Alcevar in the middle of the pitch. Um, so, you know, I, I just, these are the performances. And, uh, you know, for our listeners, these are also the performances that cause us to occasionally card Ben Bender because we see the capability that's there. Um, and, you know, I don't know if it's a systematic change. We talked a little bit about maybe, you know, Rios in front of him as the central striker instead of Swedersky, who is already, he was released early for the international weekend that's coming up. Uh, and also, uh, I believe I, I saw someone post that he may have gotten married this weekend, huh. uh, in which case, congratulations to Carol. Um, but, uh, it, you know, a different kind of striker in Rios compared to Swiderski might have uh, helped Bender out in that pocket of space behind, uh, behind the central striker.
0: Yeah, I would very much agree. And as well as the fact that I do think there was some formation adjustment in this, uh, purely because there were times I was seeing Ben Bender almost playing a double pivot with Brant Bronico on the right side of the field. And uh, I've never seen that. I have, I have yeah. never even seen him in the sort of six area at all, much less than a double pivot on the right side. So uh, good on him. He looked spectacular. Uh, that's what we want from, from Ben Bender. Justin, you want to go into your cards or your crowns?
1: Yeah, uh, I'm actually going to crown somebody that I think has had a rough couple of weeks leading into this and uh, did a phenomenal job, I, I think, in this match, and that's Guzman Carujo. Um, I don't think there was anybody stronger in our back four today. There were a lot of attacks that, that got broken up. We We lost by two goals in this match. What I want our listeners to understand that maybe didn't get a chance to see this, these were two perfectly taken attacks by Seattle. Uh, you know the the cross from Christian Roldan for the first one it drops just a I mean Guzman Carujo is following his man and tries to take a step back and still play this ball and gets incredibly close and it's just this perfectly weighted cross that drops over him Um you know the the second goal is just a worldy uh, curler from the edge of the box uh, not a whole lot anybody defensively could do about this and so it's very difficult to look at this and say oh somebody did really poorly but Guzman Carujo I thought did very well across our back four um i'm seeing an interesting development as we talk about formational changes where there are a fair number of times where i see Guzman Carujo pushing up into midfield following that that central striker um and i don't know that i always agree with it uh, you know but i do think it's something that the has been instructed to do tactically and i think it's something that's been instructed because he is an effective tackler of the ball um especially against central strikers that occasionally aren't as good with the ball at their feet so i, I understand why you do it you know i understand um it's a little bit of that pressing against you know what is supposed to be the outlet player um but you know he, he does well again with balls in the air. Uh, he's strong and and safe and clean into tackles. You know there are some tackles in relatively dangerous areas that that uh, players might have conceded penalties or, or additional free kicks from. That uh, you know Carujo just didn't do uh, last night. It's a pacey front line uh, for that Seattle Sounder squad, and Carujo did very well uh, there in central defense.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna come across you with just a really quick note, and that is, I I wave the Karuho banner a lot because I feel like he consistently gives us seven point fives out of ten. Uh, I think yesterday was probably an eight point five nine out of ten, and uh, that was a really really good performance from Karuho. I think that line scores a lot more on us without him there. I think that's enough yeah. on him, uh, Justin. Yeah. You want to go into your second crown?
1: So for my second crown, and and I will say as we get into this second crown and then into our cards, this is again a, a, a kind of a difficult one because there were a couple of real standout people and they have been called out, and then everybody else did a solid like six, six and a half, sort of across the. I think uh, I know, think there are a the few largest. out
0: there who 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 still deserve a standout crown.
1: I mean, so so. I'm going to crown uh, uh, Jordi Alcivar for his play, partnering Bender in the midfield. And, you know, he's he's still a streaky player. He's still a little hot and cold. But, you know, there were some moments of, of hot today. The free kick that he takes that leads to our goal is a rifle, uh, low and fast, past the side of the wall, and it's cannons into the post. Yeah. Um, the the Stefan fry the goalkeeper for um for seattle got a fingertip to it to, to help guide it onto the post comes off the post and then off Fry's foot and lands at bender's feet but but you know alcivar i think looked more effective partnering you know maybe out there mckenzie Gaines is a little bit faster uh, player so so alcivar was able to hit some of those through balls uh, maybe a little bit harder um I thought that, that Jordy, you know, it's not at the Ben Bender level of standout, but I thought that Jordy Elsovar had a good match in, uh, in that middle of the pitch.
0: No, I think it's a great shout-out, and I will say, you know, as he was standing over that free kick, I was sitting there going, gosh, from that position, today is the day we don't have the left foot of Carol Swiderski, and, uh, you know, he made it count. He really took a spectacular shot. It's it's just wide, but it ends up in a goal anyway, and and good on him for the day. Uh, let's move on to our cards for today. I'm going to let you take one card and then I'll take the next one. Sound good?
1: Sure. Um, I, I Again, this is kind of difficult. I will say when I saw a lot of the attacking threat from, from Seattle was coming down a, a particular area, and, and I don't know that Joseph Mora necessarily covered himself in glory uh, today. He wasn't awful. You know he wasn't uh, he wasn't truly terrible, but he got skinned a lot down that right hand side. Again, there is speed, there is pace, and there's there's a lot of talent uh down that attacking right with with uh, the the Roldan brothers coming down there, Christian and Alex, and and it was very difficult assignment, but I think it, it fell down a little bit for for Joseph Moore Mora today. I think he's unlucky to get the booking that he gets early in the match, because I don't think that there was anything in there. He's 35 minutes in and he gets a booking for, it looked like making a good tackle where he got the ball and then the Seattle player continued into him. Um, But, uh, you know, he had to play a a fairly long stretch of the match until he was subbed off in the 81st due to injury. uh, It looked like, um, Uh, with that yellow card. I don't know if that affected the play, but he just wasn't quite sharp enough for me. Um, There was a lot of danger that got produced. Not a lot of scoring, but a lot of danger that got produced down that uh, attacking right flank.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think the one thing that you can say is, and again, I realize I sound like I'm repeating myself. That's because I am. Other teams tell you who you are and Seattle came out with a very clear intention to attack down our uh, left side. They believed, probably rightfully, that uh, Joseph Mora and uh, Christian McCune were the weaker links, and they got a lot of joy in doing so. So I think that's a fair card. Uh, I will move on to my card, and uh, my card is actually going to be up at the very top of the pitch it is going to be Daniel Rios and I think Rios did a lot of good things in this match Uh, I do think he presents a much stronger body than Carol Swiderski but man the ability to hit a pass that is five or six yards away from you is such a critical skill in football I would love to see the numbers of passes completed from Daniel Rios in that match because it seemed like every time the ball went up to him at the top, all of a sudden, he he mishit a pass that was four yards, five yards. Now, I, I'm not expecting this guy to hit cross-field zingers. You know, that's what I expect out of Ben Bender. Uh, I'm expecting this guy to hit sharp, well-timed five yard passes that hit basically wide open players either behind him or to the side of him. I'm not asking him to break lines. Uh, And he really didn't. He was not able to connect up top at all. There was just this feeling of that he was doing a lot of good and he was holding the team shape really well, which I think helped us. But there was just this feeling that the moment Daniel Rios had the ball, that play was dead because he was just incapable today of getting the ball to another one of his teammates. And maybe more specifically what I want a card is the Daniel Rios back heel. Because I think he tried to like trick back heel flick a ball onto somebody like thirteen times and I don't think it came off once. Uh Justin, do you wanna do you have anything to say about that one?
1: I mean, you know, I think that when we saw the best from Rios early in the season, uh, you know, we talk about these systematic changes and stuff, it was in a strike partnership. It was him and Swiderski up top, and I think that Rios is better at the sort of, like, hold it up and then let a player that's fairly close to you, not even really, like, pass it to them, but but sort of just let them run by and pick up the ball and, and move past you. Um he feels very isolated in this and he doesn't strike me as a good striker for, for, you know, this solo striker in essentially a four, three, three, you know, they keep calling it a four, one, four, one, but in attack, it really is a four, three, three. And I don't know that he's suited for, it. I actually would have loved to see, um, Shinyashiki get the opportunity to, to be the sole guy up top. Uh, you know, if we're going to be missing Carl Swiderski and maybe, you know, a Camel Yaswiak or a Kerwin Vargas get the opportunity to start out on that wing instead.
0: Yeah, uh I don't know, I think that there's now such a depth of attacking talent in this team that there's gonna be some chopping and changing, and there's gonna be some earning your place. There's gonna be some some earning the right to keep your your shirt in Charlotte FC. And I'm not sure Oh, excuse me, I'm not sure Daniel Rios did that tonight. Uh do you wanna move on to your final Final card.
1: Yeah, and again, this is you know, uh, I'm I'm getting into broken record. Nobody nobody was really really poor. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I uh, you know, when we subbed on, it, it was the combo sub right of Camel Yazwiak and and Kerwin Vargas coming on for Shin Shiki and Gaines. We basically flipped the the wings. Um. <sighs> I just don't know I was so excited for Kamal Yosuiak coming in and right now it strikes me a little bit like, like I saw with, with Ortiz early in the season where there's a lot of running around I don't know that there's a lot of like adapting the play for the system being a part of the team it's it, it's just not quite there yet from Kamal Yosuiak and I want it to be because I, I do see a dangerous striker. I see somebody that I think has the kind of ability that Shin Yashiki is bringing on the right wing. That's um, just, it, the pieces aren't quite there yet, you know, and and seeing Yasui and Vargas come in and, and Shin Yashiki, who had a, a okay game, and Gaines, who actually I thought had a decent game on the right wing, you know, it didn't feel like this was, you know, gonna come come back and and help us win the match get the way they they played um that was before seattle had scored either of their goals uh right so you know at at the time it was just oh tactical change we're gonna try and make sure that we're retaining our lead everything like that six minutes later we concede obviously that's not yazwiak or vargas's fault but i thought that yazwiak just was was a little bit pedestrian when he came on
0: i mean i'm not gonna say that it was yazwiak's fault uh, but I will say that and this is this is just a general belief I have that your your width is your stabilizers, right? Your wing backs or your full backs and your your wingers are what stabilize the team. Your 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 core spine is your strength and your stabilizers are on your outside. And Mackenzie Gaines was doing a really good job of stabilizing the team and the defense. He was working back really, really well. Uh, as was Andre Shinoshinky, by the way. And I do wonder if losing those two pieces for a young kid and some more offense-only threat in in Yazwiak, who you're right, I, I haven't quite seen what I want to see out of him yet. Um, in fact, I haven't seen much of anything out of him yet. But I, I do wonder if if we destabilized a little bit by losing two players who were putting in a really good shift both moving forward and helping out their fullbacks defensively Uh, I think it's fair to leave it there like like we said I think that today was a day where the team in general played pretty good the bad performances today were 5 out of 10s they weren't you know, nobody, nobody went out there and put up a two out of 10 today. Uh, yeah, so no, this is, yeah, I don't feel it's like it's kind right. Of
1: performance, it's the kind of performance that I think there's a lot of positives to take away. I think that, again, there's, there's little pieces that are working well, and it's just going to be a matter of getting more consistent about those pieces that are doing well, all sort of doing well at the same time.
0: Yeah. So uh, let's go ahead and wrap it up. Justin, uh, if you would give me your two sentences to send us home.
1: Um oh, I'm sad in Seattle today. That rain is my tears because Charlotte can't earn a road point.
0: I mean, uh, Charlotte earning road points is... It, it'll happen one day, surely, right? <laughs> I mean, it has to happen eventually.
1: Statistically, it has to, yeah.
0: Okay, uh, for me, I am going to say uh, my wrap-up is against very good opposition... This team put in a performance that makes us remember that we, we think they can be really, really good. And today it didn't happen for us. Unlike yep. our last match where we, we got a win, but we felt pretty bad about how it happened. Weirdly, we have the opposite today where we get a loss, but we felt pretty good about how it happened. And we will leave it there because my voice is fading very rapidly. We love you all. Thank you for spending your time with us. And uh, we will talk to you after we go take three points from the New York Red Bulls. Goodbye.